Welcome to episode number three of the WWIM podcast. That's Women Who Inspire Me podcast. Today's guest is the lovely, beautiful, smart, talented, poet, writer, survivor, storyteller, and educator, Ashley Wonder. Is that a great, good introduction? That is was that... amazing. I okay. need that for all my introductions, <laughs> okay, <laughs> for hey. all my shows. We'll, we'll put it on. That, that's yeah. you. And your voice. Oh. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you for the invitation. Of course. So tell us your story. What, what's your story, Ashley? How We met on the Storytellers Project from the Worcester Telegram, but how did you get there? Um, that's a great question. Um, how long do we have? Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so I always tell people like I was born famous and they're like, oh, my God. I'm like, I was literally birthed into like, you know, magazines and newspaper things because I was a, a premature baby. So one pound, three and a half ounces in October of 1983. Technology was not what it was now. You know what I mean? So like there's that, you know, and then I dropped to under a pound. Whoa. So, yeah. And then some stuff with, with my nose and tubing. So I had to have surgeries done when I was five, and that didn't go over so well. Like, I didn't have any bridge or, like, cartilage or nothing. Yeah. So when you were, and when you were born, they didn't think you were going to make it, correct? No. All the doctors told my parents to get, uh, prepare the arrangements. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. I fit in the palm of my dad's hand, so, like, my dad had big hands. (laughs) You're a miracle baby. I'm a miracle baby. Yeah. (laughs) Hence the name Ashley Wonder. Like, the one that comes from my uncle, he doesn't call me Ashley. He calls me wonder woman like my whole life yeah so that we just combine the names so from birth to eight and then you said age five you started having surgeries that was the first one okay i had three more when i was 16 um and it's wild because like i've been seeing specialists my whole life right Right. because prematurity eye doctors are specialists because i don't have normal eyes (laughs) like i could have gone blind so i had to see like a specialist for that and then a specialist that did my nose Dr. Constantin out in New Hampshire when I was 16, he worked on like famous people way back in the day. So we were like, oh, wow. And then he did three more. Wow. That's why I have a scar here, okay. a scar that goes down here, scar on the rib, like a whole, wow. like there's no, there's no cartilage in my right ear. All the cartilage is gone. And that helped groove my bridge and my cartilage in my nose. So they took from your ear. Yeah. Yep. And then the, and That's from here amazing. too. Isn't it? Oh my gosh! The so pictures are you, freaky. I got pictures. <laughs> similar to me, like when you were in your teens, you were kind of used to being in doctors' offices and getting procedures done. And or do you ever get used to it? I don't know. No, <laughs> right, right, right. It's always like uncomfortable, and they're always like fascinated because I have eczema too. So oh. it's like I'm always like that rare case of like, oh, you're amazing, but like we need to heal you. Heal right. you. I'm like, do you though? <laughs> Do you? Did, did you ever get doctors to surround medical students around you because they all want to know? Because you're so yes, yes, that's happened to me. They're like, oh, we got to hear about this person. Like, yes, I love that you understand that because yeah, I'm course. like all, all the pre med students. Oh my god, and your case file is like this. Exactly, exactly, and they all. Like, well, I got to hear about this person. Wait, like, and I actually, you know, some people would be uncomfortable doing that, but I was like, hey. That's what you're in school for this. So I'm going to tell you everything I know. Right. About, you know. Right. If I can help you get your medical degree. Exactly. You know, remember me, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't? Okay. <laughs> and then you said, uh, I believe in your storyteller uh, story, that around high school is when some of the – you had consequences to this. Some bullies. Oh, yeah. Were, e- even before nice high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, can, I can remember from, like, ele- like, elementary school, like – 
before I went to like what's the public school system yeah. like Catholic school was great like yes. that was like the time I remember being popular and all those things yeah. where like the sleepovers the whole night so I'm like oh this is exciting and then we go to what's the public schools and it's like oh it's whole not a different story whole different yeah. story kids are mean they and are. you don't even know why and, they're being mean and what is it is it because just anything different is you know you're just I, I, it's, well, it all comes down to fear, right? Yeah. Maybe if I'm nice to this person, someone's gonna, not going to be nice to me too. So I don't want that. So I, I'm fearing that. Right. And yeah. then they'll put you, you know, anytime a lot of people are afraid of something, they'll put it down, right? Wait, <laughs> wait, I'm happens. just trying to pass like second grade. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the next grade level. I'm not even talking to anybody. Oh, that's, like kids are horrible. I, I can't imagine. And you know, that's the thing is you already had a hard time to get to that point And now they're making it harder. Right. right, right, exactly. So it's like my brother was a huge basketball star, and he yeah. was two years under under me. So it's like he had that, and I wasn't. I was writing then, but right. I wasn't like sharing that with nobody. So it's right. like, where's my groove? You know. <laughs> and then I found it in music, piano and saxophone. But when did you start those? When I was thirteen, okay. uh, my dad went to to Berkeley, and he um for drumming, and I couldn't keep a beat. He tried to teach me that way, and that. I'm also half white, so I'm German Irish. So it's like it wasn't happening. So like, pick something else. <laughs> and I couldn't decide because I'm a Libra, double mindedness. So it's I want to do piano and saxophone because right. I can't do just one. So we did both. Nice, and yeah. you liked it. I love it. Yeah, love it. Nice. Still, still playing sax. Yes, nice. When I try to, like, okay. it's been harder now because two jobs. But like, right. I, I try to find the time when I can. Yeah, not even for shows. Like, I mean, for shows, because that's the extra plus of being a, a poet, but, like... Right. Yeah. So, when did you write your first poem? Like, the the real one? <laughs> like, well, or the first time you wrote anything that resembled... When was the first time you took a life experience and turned it into a poem? That's a great question. <laughs> um, oh. Let's see. I would say maybe possibly college. College okay, was like yeah, the first one. Where I, yeah, instead of developing like an yeah. actual like, I didn't know that it was like free writing, but right. like in my journals, it wasn't just like oh, dear diary. It was just like actual like forms of like breaking up the segments. So that's some type of poetry. I didn't know, yeah. but it's like a form that of was expression. The yeah. yeah, and it wasn't just like writing right. like dear diary stuff. It was like an actual form with like intentional like rhyming, like cat in the hat type stuff, okay, yep. just to start something yeah, to get yeah. the brain flowing. Yeah. And yeah. you like for me, I know writing kind of became an out like, you know, you have all this traumatic, traumatic things happen to you. And you're I don't know for me, like my brain couldn't not that my brain couldn't comprehend, but they're so intense that you need to like filter them out some channel them some way or you're or all that all that tr trauma. Those traumatic things are going to be inside you. So right, they have right. to come out. And that for me, poetry was that I was just yeah. like, I'm. I'm getting this stuff and I'm almost like not making a purpose for this stuff, but like at least it's where it's, I'm getting something out of it, you know? Right, and it's not, know. it's not inside you still, right. you know? Yeah, especially when you don't, when you don't share it with the world yet right. or like your family because they don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean you were dark and depressed and, kind of, <laughs> and try to kill yourself? Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> what did you, what did you do first? Publish a poem or read one aloud in public? Read one. Yeah, I've only people think I've been published poetically a lot, but yeah. like, not, like I have over the years. But yeah. like, I can count like on one hand how many times that's been. That's not many. Right. You know what I mean? It's more just like the church was the first. I, I was yeah, yeah. Say, you mentioned yeah, yeah. the church the was church. the first time. Yeah, that was the first time, and that and I love that church because it wasn't my church that I went to, but right. like, they they pay you, so like they get it. So I'm like, yep. 
So like I'll come back every time. You had a paid church gig, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not free for Jesus. Like <laughs> it was out in Worcester. Yeah, in yeah. Worcester, John okay. Street Baptist Church. Like I, I love that church to this day because they were the foundation of like all the other churches after that okay. in the city of Worcester. So what's like started doing? Was it an open mic or what? What did they do? Did they... Oh, not even. Yeah, it was just a regular, not like a regular special service. They had a, a program or something. Oh, like their women's program or whatever. Oh, okay. So like. And then I, that was kind of like the thing where like it was kind of catching on throughout the city. So then I'm going at Emmanuel. I'm going to um, all the other churches in the city. And they're like, can you do something for our program? Sure. Mind you, it was all free because I didn't know at the time. I, right, I, right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm allowed to charge people? <laughs> right. I can? Oh. <laughs> I didn't learn that till my first slam team in 2015. Oh, nice. They're like, stop stop doing free church gigs. <laughs> You're professional poor now. We're in Oakland, freaking California. But, <laughs> like, I mean... They didn't pay you, but you, you got paid in other ways, right? You connected with people. You Yeah. You know. Yep, and I still have those connections now. That's great. Yeah. That's great. For the and, most part. <laughs> and then, so you're you're in Worcester. You're writing poetry. You're you're reading poetry out loud. When did you start? Uh, when when was your first education? Like, what got you into education? Oh, I was like, wait, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> I think you work in education, <laughs> right? 16 years, yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, it's funny because when I, I just graduated college, so 23, yeah. and I actually remember my dad uh, taking me out to like Friendly somewhere, and like I just applied on a fluke. Like I had no plans of like thinking I'd actually get hired. You right. know what I mean? I'm right. like, oh, I'm oh, 23, yeah. and like oh, I don't know. Well, why not try education? <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't go. Uh, my degrees in like liberal arts, which like, I guess is a typical artistic yeah right degree program. People have told me I'm like okay. I'm also fluent in sign language. Well, that was. Wow. The real reason why I wanted That's to huge. get in the school system, yeah. right? And I work with everything but deafness, but okay. Was that just an <laughs> undergrad course you took, or how did you? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I actually um, fell in love with deaf culture and ASL. Was actually at Catholic school when I was there for elementary. And then in college, when I went to Quinsig, where they actually have, like, ASL studies. And then I found out I have deaf cousins and through deaf, like, friends. I'm like, oh, we're, we're related? So how, I don't, how am I meeting you just now? Right. And then it's like a whole thing happened where I'm like, I could probably use this somewhere. Very cool. So and that's kind of how I got into education. Like I did it as a fluke. I'm yep. like, okay, private educator. I remember when they called me saying I got the job and it was cool. I was with my dad. You know, my dad's been gone for like four years now. Oh. So I may be talking about him a lot. But yeah, um, yeah so that's kind of how that started. And I didn't know anything. 23. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Special education. What? Like, yep. and it wasn't even like behavior autism like it is now. It was just like, you know. IEPs and whatever. Right. So if it, the whole education of how it looks for a SPED is very different than what, what, where I started to what it is now. For sure. Yeah, you know, so sure. different. Yeah. I I started in a similar way. I just saw an ad. It was for a paraeducator at Westboro State Hospital. It was a locked facility for teenagers who had psychiatric issues. Mm. So really intense. Had no no experience, no idea what I was doing, but for some reason I could do it. Like Wait, wow, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. And so you you had a similar experience. You applied for this job. You got it, and you you immediately fell in love with it. Did it take time? or? No, wait, yeah, that's a good question. It, it did take time because yeah. the kids think you're the same age as them. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm 23. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm figuring it out, right. but, like, I think I like this. You know what I mean? And then you kind of constantly build relationships with all these students. You don't even realize you're building with them. Right. I actually found cousins of mine who I didn't even know but were cousins because of like being in education and they're like what are you talking about i said oh we're family we're related i'm gonna figure this out 
and I asked my mom, I said, is this, is this person a cousin of mine that like we just didn't know about? And turns out she was. I'm like, we, but I would have never found that out if I didn't like work in the school system. So I'm like, I literally found cousins. I had no clue existed until I started being in the education system. Wow. Any, yeah. any stories from your first few years? Funny stories or like, oh, my God, this is my job stories. Huh, like, yeah. yeah. Gosh, like before working with life skills, because I've worked in every type yeah. of like, you know, emotional yeah. learning, yeah. um, behavior kids where they say behavior, but they're just like, if you miss, like, it's not like, you know, you just, you just need a healthy way to process your emotions. Exactly. That's all that is. Yes. You're not really a badass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you think you are. And actually, well, go, those, I grew like, up in the same me, areas, y'all. <laughs> those are the kids for, for me in some way that were the hardest to work with is a kid that I know if he went, if he grew up in a different house, he'd be. He'd have no issues. Ex- you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's just the resources and what's yeah. around them. They're just right. in unhealthy environments. You right. know what I mean? That's all that it is. So it's like instantly all the kids love me because, oh, I talk like them. I look like them. <laughs> you know the so, stuff they like. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. where I could, when I started, it's like, oh, this guy can talk to us about music and movies and, you know, TV shows. Now, not so much because I'm a lot older than them. But when I first started, like, right. for sure. What What was the age group you started with? Uh, oh, that's a great question. It wasn't high school. Okay. Um, it was middle school. Okay. And I kind of came into doing one-on-one work way back then. Yeah. I remember my, my first student was, um, she could talk, so she had autism. Again, so autism stuff. And I and I knew nothing about, like, secluded classrooms, mm. and I got to take her to the bathroom and help her and stuff like that. I'd, you know what I mean? But, like, that was my first school was, was a middle school. Okay. And, and you were one-to-one? One-to-one, yeah. yep. So I didn't know what that meant. So every six months, I was, like, being sent somewhere else i'm like oh, what is this I, like i just got this amazing right, right, dope right, bond right. and now yeah, yeah. now i'm crying and she's crying because i gotta leave <laughs> say bye, goodbye yeah <laughs> i didn't hard. yeah she left and she actually moved to north carolina oh wow i, I haven't seen her since so oh. i'm like i wonder how she's doing like, right yeah it makes me sad i still have the picture that she like drew for me oh yeah that's nice that's a long i, I have pictures of like almost every generation of kids who like draw me pictures if like they're really good at something yeah oh, you're honest draw me a picture okay miss <laughs> So I've got them all on my wall still to this day. I had one student, and he would only draw elephant pictures. I have his elephant <laughs> picture still, but that's all he drew is elephants. Elephants, elephants. And he gave it to me, like, nice framed picture on the last day of school. That's like, those are the, like, I love that's it. really why you do it, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Those moments, and when they say, like, you know, thank you for helping, miss. Like, you're the, you're the only people that see us. This is before I was doing autistic work and okay. the resources so like the bad kids right or, like inclusion right. and the, and the teachers like there was just a disconnect of like culture and understanding okay i remember this one time this old like teacher i'm like you need to like retire bro because it's like you know you, you don't get it and like <laughs> and, and he would he was so like terrified of this one kid because he's a tall yeah six course. foot black skin guy and can you talk to him because you know and i was like because why right what are you talking about? Right. What do you mean? You should be able to talk to him. <laughs> he, yeah. I'm yeah. like, he's not even my assigned student. Like, yeah. he's not on my list. But I'm yeah. like, I'll talk to him. Right. But I'm like, disconnect culturally. Yeah. You, you have a better rapport. I said, oh, that's how we call that? <laughs> better rapport? <laughs> all the kids love me. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, exactly. About? It's not just him. <laughs> it's not just him. It's, it's all the nationalities. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. But yeah. like, <laughs> Well, it's funny because I worked, I used to work part-time at the Worcester County um, Jail. I oh, nice. part time through Quinsigamond Community College. Yep. And we had to do a week of orientation. And that whole week, basically, they're trying to drill into our heads. You're you're teaching prisoners and you're not teaching people. Like, you're not teaching humans. you got to, at all times, be ready to A, B, C, and D. And me and, me and this other woman were like, well, no, we're going to treat them like 
people. We're going to treat them like humans because that's why we're doing this. Right. We're not going to be. Yeah, that right, stuff I'm like, could they happen. They are human. Right, exactly. <laughs> They're human first. And guess what? They love me. They thought I was great because I joked with them. I didn't, you know, I didn't. Wait. You're not, were, you're not standoffish no, or not, uncomfortable. Exactly. And exactly. you can't be that way. And if you, if you give that emotion to a student, you're not going to get, you're right. not going to get what you want back. Exactly. Right? right. It's all, it's pushback all day long, whether yeah. they can talk or not. And that's what I've learned working with the population that I work with now. Yeah. You know, my kid doesn't talk. You know what I mean, she, she right. can't talk. She's nonverbal. Does she have a iPad? She does not. No, she, she, oh. she can't. Oh, we're doing pictures with her now. Oh, okay. And that's that's a big step because I'm like, I've been with her five years. So all through high school, we didn't have that. So she just, she's hitting. Wow. That's just how, how so she you've communicates. been with the same kid? Five years, wow. yeah. Five years out of the eight years of doing ABA stuff. Okay. So. Can you explain ABA to our Oh, listeners? I know. I'm like, people don't know I, what I, that means. I know what it, I know what it is. I, I know kind of what it is. I've never actually been an ABA professional or, you know, you, you're supposed to have a, is it not a degree or training in it before you do it? Correct? You should have. Yeah. Right. So that part, though. Yeah. Um, it's um, so applied behavior analysis yes. is the big fancy word, yeah. which just means we take a lot of data. Yeah. And I was just oh, thrown into all the damn data. Like, yeah. like I like the data in, in the chats and all that stuff. But like, you know, um, it was before I was even with my student. I was with another kid. So she was with somebody else. I was okay. with this other little kid from Africa. And like he was terrorizing everyone roundhouse and spitting like doing a whole a whole thing where people were like leaving and then they're like oh, wow. actually do you mind working with this student and i'm like Who? they give you the hardest kids hardest like that, right kids. i'm yeah. like it's because i'm you black no, no i don't know but it might be because <laughs> everyone else was quitting oh, it was one boy yeah and once we made the con but once he realized that one we were both black he yeah. just kind of like stopped the roundhousing and the spitting, like you, yeah. he only spit sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But once he found that connection right. and he realized, oh, someone actually cares about me for me. Right. He, t he did a whole That's 360. That's all he wanted. That's basically what he was saying in those behaviors, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. And he could kind of talk and he knew sign language. I don't know right. where the hell he learned it from. I'm like, you're from Africa. Where the yeah. hell did you learn sign language from? <laughs> and that was our connection until until he left. And like he he brought my passion back for education because I was ready to quit. Wow. I was ready to say I'm done. So it's ten it years. I'm like done. <laughs> you were meant to be put in each other's lives. Right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Cause now I, I have him and then the kid I'm with now. And everyone's like, wow, they're just so different. What happened? I'm like You. But that's right. Me. <laughs> I took all the hits literally and the spit and the like, <laughs> I did. And that's that's part of ABA too, is figuring out well, where's that behavior coming from and what's purpose yep it yeah serves, right yep yeah whether good or bad it right. sometimes there's no there's no innocent it so there's there's no behavior behind that that's right. just what because we don't know what they're thinking if they can't communicate it they're right. just hitting the table or they're hitting you or they're throwing stuff on their desk and we don't know why you're on a break this is your time to chill yeah. and you're throwing stuff on your desk what are sometimes you they just want the stimulation right just whatever yeah whatever's around them. tactile or noise or whatever they just want that yeah yeah. So so they can I don't know if it's feel something or just they enjoy the you know Yeah, the, the whatever the feeling, yeah, the sensory yeah. items. Yeah. Yeah. And My kid doesn't have any of that. She has okay. uh little um fairy toy things or okay. an insect. I'm gonna get her a butterfly. I'm like, I'm not looking at this roach till the end of the year. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. So look at you with us cute butterflies since yeah. you like bugs now. You know so you mean? must have a like kind of a set schedule that you go through every day? Like, does she have a visual schedule or? Uh, not really, not okay. anymore. I know for some kids, they yeah. do like the yeah. visual schedule, yeah. so they got to see it and look. But like, oh, that's yeah. next. And, right, yeah. and the time. Yeah. Like, some kids like that, but she, yeah. she, she doesn't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just tell her this is what we're doing. Does she even know, like, 
what time if you say oh we're doing this in five minutes would she know what that means or? I, I don't know because she's yeah. all, she, her behavior pillin is so like you got to be very strict with it and you got to kind of be strict with her yeah because her mom loves that because she's strict with her so yeah. i'm like and that's why people were having so many issues before because everyone was just like so terrified of her because of her hits but i'm like she's not giving you black eyes you're not you're not bruised <laughs> like put on a jean jacket you're fine i was talking you know? to my mom the other day thank god she's growing up now because like 50 years ago she just would have been put put in an asylum and not you know not right. taken care of or probably abused and be like back Ugh. then it was just like you're normal or you're if you're not normal you're you're put away like right <laughs> how awful is that shut from society right? like what is that right and it wasn't that long ago it like, wasn't that's the crazy part right right <laughs> even it's when scary. i when i was in elementary school i didn't know the term special education i knew there was a kid that acted out sometimes the teachers had to remove from recess and he norm normally wasn't in our classroom sometimes he'd be with the, the other teacher that's all i knew i didn't right, know what right. that was right it's the same thing in my generation yeah. so it was the same thing yeah. and we're from two different gen generations i think right 10 years okay. old. Oh, okay not too bad <laughs> so yeah close. so it's the same close. thing with me yeah. then and that's insane we just knew that they were just different Right. That's it. They're different. You know what I mean? <laughs> Probably like a little annoying because I'm like, you again, bro, with the outburst? Like, <laughs> but other than that, it's like, yeah. we didn't know. And now Massachusetts, I don't know if it still is, but I know when I was in grad school, Massachusetts has one of the highest percentage of student. Like if you take all the students in Massachusetts, the highest percentage of those that are identified as special ed, whether that's just one, one goal and objective they have on their thing or a plethora for many reasons. But right. we are, we have a pretty low threshold for, giving students special special education which i think is a great thing because right. you can have a kid who's great and everything else but their behavior sucks so yeah they should have a behavior plan right right they might know? need a behavior plan yeah. to like figure that out <laughs> and then like they're shining star now yeah how you know? is your school how actively do they let you participate in the planning of their your students you know your oh, students plans do they ask for that's feedback? a good question do you actually write anything up I don't. I wish I did. I'd probably get paid more. Right? I'd probably get paid more. I'm like below the poverty level. Like, good yeah. luck. Struggle. I, I just, I got uh, a $500 check from the state of Massachusetts for being one of the poorest workers. Me too. <laughs> Something state of Massachusetts. <laughs> like, that's it. What is wrong with you? Paraeducators should not be the poorest. We're, right, and we do the hardest work. work. Right? We do the hardest work. I, I feel I'm, like more than I the SPED teacher. I think I'm going to go to Westboro's the board of a uh, school committee meeting be like, I got this check from state of Massachusetts. So what's wrong? Do you think, agree with that? Right. Like, <laughs> thank you, government like, Baker. Right? Like, like that didn't help I know me it's with not anything. their fault specifically, but it's a system wide. Right. I think. It's, it's everyone's guilty because I'm like, you want us to do all this work <laughs> and, and then literally get hit every day. Like now do you get sometimes if a teacher's out for like two hours for a meeting, I can, become the teacher and get paid the teachers yeah do you get that I, I like oh, that it yeah. doesn't happen too often no it but, doesn't. I, but it used to all the time right. I, and i loved it because again i'm like oh if i get the one stuff i want to run it the way i do and then the kids yeah. love it because i'm so different compared to exactly. the teacher i'm playing music we're dancing <laughs> like come on now it's not got, gonna be quiet up in here <laughs> i got something for our classroom called the 30 second dance party so it's a button and you hit it, and it just goes, 30-second dance party. And then it just plays dance music for oh, 30 I love seconds. It. The kids love it. I teach preschoolers. I they nice. Oh, they must the, love like, that. Oh, they think it's the best thing ever. I love it. I bet they <laughs> <laughs> They And they uh, being them so young, they need that, oh, that little break need, in routine. Uh, yes, they do. They Probably, do. like, and constantly. Now, you mentioned two, a second job. 
I do, okay. yeah. Okay. Where is that? I do. Um, I visit home services first, so I'm doing ABA all all, all oh day long. Goodness. I go out to Oxford every day okay. and do uh home home services wow. for same age or different age or what? She's 18. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I just fit with the older ones. Like the small ones are cute, but I'm like I I I, I can't do that anymore. Every single day, every school day. Yeah. Yep. Monday through Friday. So what's yeah. your what's your you must get up pretty early. What time does school well, start for you? I, well, I got to be there seven ish. So oh. I'm up by four thirty five ish just to stretch and get my brain together. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know, I'm not really awake. OK. So oh, like no. nine. I'm yeah, not that's awake till nine. Thing. How <laughs> many teachers do you know that are morning people? None, none of us. None, none of us. No way. We can't be I, like I, I, I'm I, a my tea addiction gets. Yeah, I was going to say we're not. We're, we're all caffeine addicted. Wait, teachers. Like. wait, I need my tea. It's a bad day if I don't so have my tea. Early, on time. early and you're in work at seven. Seven. But I get out at one. Oh, oh that's okay and yeah then when, and then you're after school when when does the home stuff start is at four. Oh, so, so have, I, I get my i get my break. nap in that's my nap nice is critical oh. you know what i mean so i can like get there on time yeah you know what i mean so like i i, I gotta get that nap you must in. be exhausted by the end of the day though right? so white I mean, yeah and she doesn't even hit me yet thank god because <laughs> she's actually a little scary but <laughs> you know what i mean so that is even with that come talking about sped even even if you're not getting hit it's still mentally exhausting. Oh my god! Just because of the constant redirection oh. and and waiting you, you out the non-compliance. Out. You cannot chill out at that drop. Like you. Have, no. Yeah, you're on one, all day long. Yeah, you're on. Yeah, you're on that for like kid. every little thing. Of course. And well, get, and especially if you're taking data, right? You're right. Boom, boom. Right. Boom, I got boom. clickers. I got. I got a fanny pack. I got three different clickers. I got to keep track of what. Do you have a hitting. utility belt? You should. It's my fanny pack. Okay. But I should so have a utility belt yeah. instead. <laughs> <laughs> that might look kind of cooler. <laughs> then you could have your your you know Ashley Wonder logo. You'd just be a superhero. Right. right? right? I'm on it. I think I Dress am. Dress for the job you want, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> my jean jacket. Like I keep my business cards on me, so I actually do pass out my cards at work to some people. I can't have all people because that was a thing that was not okay. So <laughs> I know this is totally going away from education again. So you have two jobs. Do you have a certain writing time? Like, okay, I'm going to write between seven and eight tonight, or are you just ideas pop in your head whenever and you write them down? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, I let it flow now because yeah. I used to be like, oh, I gotta get this poem done. I gotta memorize this poem. I gotta, I, I gotta do all this. But like with COVID, that kind of mm. stopped all of that. So like, if as bad as COVID was. Like as an artist, like the gigs are still coming in, but not as frequently. Mm -hmm. So now I have time to write the poems that I want to write when I feel them, not because oh I got a gig next week, right? And then I don't have no time to memorize anything, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't, like it's awful. Even but even when the poems that I'm deeply passionate about, that's a, that's a whole nother job in itself is to memorize a poem, and that's just one poem. Right. Never mind a twenty minute set. Uh, People don't you've understand. You've done twenty minute sets of poems. Oh yeah, yeah. A full feature set. You, you got to come out to a show. A full I feature will. set is is basically twenty minutes. And so you that's... don't read any of them. I read them from my phone. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. So obviously. Okay. Yeah. 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 You have to. Because okay. I'm like, if I'm doing like, I actually like the new scenes and the poems that I'm in now. Okay. Because I'm not doing like, like my sad grief poems anymore. Because you know, grief does that. My dad died. It jacked me all the way up. So it's like, I'm out of that season now. Thank okay. God. So it's like, I do my happy dad poems or whatever. So you know you what I mean? Talk about writing seasons. Oh yeah! Don't people do that? Oh, that's I, just I've me. never heard of it. I <laughs> oh, love oh. it though. Yeah. Well, yeah, because just a season yeah. in your mind or season in your summer, fall, winter, or those 
season in my life. Yeah, yeah. But even what like the outro season, I would maybe call that a chapter. Chapter. Yeah, but I see what's the same. Yeah, yeah. Because people, someone actually just asked me recently, like, what 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 season am I in? So I guess that's a thing. So I'm like, oh, that's weird that I haven't seen this person in like ages. So I'm like, it's really weird that this person asked me, like, oh, what season is your writing in now? I'm like, well, I'm not crying anymore. (laughs) Like I was crying everywhere after my dad died. So yeah. Yeah. Again, the season of my poems. Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't. After my dad died, I was still going all the open mics. I was traveling to Boston. I was going to Rhode Island, and my brother was like, "Yo, what the? What are you doing?" And like, cause they're home, my right. mom crying and stuff. Oh, and, and I'm like, was "I gotta it, go. I gotta go. I gotta go." Was, was it something you weren't expecting? Was it sudden? I, I don't. You it know, was. Share what you want to share. About. Yeah, I yeah. can talk about it okay. now. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, it, it it was. We knew it was coming, but not that fast. Okay. You know what I mean? July fourth of all days. Like oh, you know, like heard my mom screaming. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I went out to the kitchen and like my dad's there and my mom's screaming and we heard him take his last breath, which oh. I thought it was just like a regular breath. Right. So I'm like, you're still here, right? And mm. that, that was, was that. And then oh we called goodness. 911. It was like a whole movie. Like everything was a blur. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my mom went down with the with my dad and, the, and they're taking him out to the thing. And then I met, my mom called me after saying he was gone. I'm like, what oh, are you geez. talking about? And I, I don't even know how I got to the hospital. Like... Yeah, you my brother called me saying, "I'll meet you there," and I'm like, "Who? Who am I talking to on the phone?" I couldn't even Jeez. recognize my own brother's voice. Oh my goodness, it was awful. And I parked in the wrong parking lot. Like I don't know where I was. I'm like, "Where am I?" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm trying to find my dad." Like, where where do I go to find him? And you're, I had no clue that that was a whole different didn't section. Your brain did process Nothing. situation, and you're just Nothing. really didn't know what to do. Nothing, wow. shaking and like freaking out and Oof. like just oh, it was awful. I collapsed on the ground. My cousin from Maryland was actually with us, and then she met me there at the at the hospital, and I just like completely collapsed and like hyperventilating and cried in her arms. And it was just it was wild. And my brother's in California, so he couldn't like oh get goodness. here in time, so he felt really bad. And like it was a whole different process for all of us, right? Siblings. I'm the only. I'm my dad's firstborn and his only daughter, so it's like I'm a lot like him, which I already knew, but like yeah. I didn't really know no until like after he's been gone. But he's always told me like same blood. So you got the same blood as me. So I'm like, I know, Dad. Obviously, <laughs> Mom's like, no, you're just like your effing father. So I'm like, uh. oh, is that good or bad? <laughs> good or bad i don't know yeah. but writing is what helped me you know what i mean then i found my first relationship after that and that was okay. really weird yeah and like that doesn't make any sense at, at all either that's a whole other conversation like, <laughs> what the hell is that like <laughs> came out of nowhere it came out of nowhere that's how, that's how it, it came out happens. of nowhere like, yeah. but it took my dad dying for that experience to happen because i'm like i was 33 when he passed i'm 38 now so like what is that <laughs> it's crazy and all the poems that came from that everyone's like oh that's such a beautiful love story it's i'm like totally different no it yeah. wasn't because we're both I, sad I, and depressed well, so. <laughs> well, i've looked at poems like you know think of relationships i've looked at some of my poems i was like wow i really loved her like you know right? I, I re- I you really don't realize it I, yeah i haven't even thought about this person <laughs> in a couple of years I, wow i really loved her wow you know? isn't that it's, wild it is right because you don't it, like the person that wrote that i'm not even that person anymore exactly right? yeah i can't so even do those poems I mean, anymore the weird what poems kind of do is they record your emotional state at that very moment no matter what whether it's sad happy you know that's what you are doing at that and that's why i think i love poems because i have that and i i date them i don't know if you date everything you write. oh definitely yes, right? even even, if, even in my I journal oh d- oh do you yes. oh, okay <laughs> i used to do that but yeah that yeah. does matter yeah i like numbers so i'm like yeah that numbers matter like it matters do you have so you said you kind of write as things come to you you don't have i'm way more creative at i would say 
eight o'clock on eight o'clock at night on is okay well, yeah I'm way more creative in that time frame i don't know yeah like i said like if it hits me like i'm writing yeah. like three or four poems right now but just off of a, a whole dope poetic weekend i had last week and i was out in attleboro supporting some international poet friends of mine nice so i'm just like oh i, I like only come out to see y'all you know what yeah. i mean like oh, i really want to open up for y'all like when is that gonna <laughs> yeah, happen right. you know what come i mean on. i got in for free I, was I just on the wrote, list. let me open up like right i'm just like you know me damn it i'm <laughs> like you guys are the people that inspired me when i first started writing poetry yeah. and that's a decade ago you know wow. so, and so like when they when they come back to town i'm like you know we're cool now but i'm like yeah. same time why am i not opening up for you people like <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> and I was actually talking about this with Mark earlier. Your writing process, is it, do you brainstorm an idea? Do you get one line that leads to a poem? Do you be like, oh, I'm going to write a poem about this because it's really what's on my mind lately. Do you have, mm. is there any specific or is it just kind of, that's, that's, how does that's a poem, yeah. like, and then do you edit poems? Do you like, how does, how does that process work for you? That's a great question. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> um, it depends on what, what I'm in the moment. Most times it's like emotional. Like yeah. I don't really do like life events anymore. Like mm -hmm. even like the, the shooting that happened or like Will, the Will Smith nonsense. Like yeah. I know poets are writing stuff about that. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. already seen videos. I'm like, I don't want to be that person to hop on that of like the Will Smith nonsense. Right. Or even like with the shooting, I can't even like process that. Like I just feel like numb inside so that's oh, kind of right. what i'm writing right now is like i don't i haven't i don't cry I, wait I, like, it didn't it didn't make you want to go up by and get a gun because so many people think <laughs> wait hell no guns scare me i'm like why do you is know that a teacher that would want a gun wait Sorry. i'm like wait like, we don't want why that we're doing this wait wait <laughs> we didn't come in education to have guns on our side like are you kidding me like i think that's one thing i know out of all this <gasps> right mess. like right i don't want a gun and i want to bring it in the school now if i'm working with the population that i work with right like, do you not know who safe anything? that is? Wait, like, that's not the answer. I don't know what the answer is, but I know no that's not well, it. I do know it's a multifaceted issue that doesn't have one <laughs> single, you know, salute. Like, one thing is going to solve it. And this is, a lot of people think, sorry, I disagree with your idea. A lot of people think this is the one solution that will solve everything. No. It, right. It, <laughs> that will, like, bring police back in schools. I'm yeah. like, that was never a thing either. So, yeah. like, what are we right. doing? Right. I mean, I can I can see that idea, though. Like, if there's a, you know, trained, you know, in uniform armed officer at, so, at school, someone knowing right. that might avoid that. Right. Avoid that, that right. School. Right. But will they though? Because I'm like, weren't they? There's so many school shootings where this has happened, where like the officers were there. Then they get they? shot, or they, yeah, right. And and, and then they're only one person, so it's like, won't they need backup or something? Like, how does this work? <laughs> it's not working. I mean, that's it's the not thing. working. It's like, right. uh, it's like, not can we working. all agree on that? That what we're doing right now, going with the status quo, but right, it, it, something has working. to change. So that's yeah. usually what my process is, though. Like, yeah. it's something will hit me. Yeah. Um, well, I I love writing prompts though. Like writing okay. prompts oh, are okay. like yeah. So I don't really go off of like uh, what's happening in the world sometimes because I'm just like that's exhausting. Yeah. And like everyone's writing their own poems about that stuff. So right. it's like I, I want to write about different things now. Yeah. Like not necessarily like broadcasting, you know, Black Lives Matter or whatever else. So that yeah. type of thing. I'm like I, I already got those poems. You know what I mean? So it's like how many times can you keep writing right, about the that? Same, right. It's the same yeah, story like, over. And right. Over just and the over names change, but I'm like <laughs> still the same like thing. So like. Whatever hits me, I tend to write now. Yeah, it's usually on my lunch break. If okay. something hits me, then I'll write. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like after work, so like six o'clock. Okay, I'll do stuff. We'll start with just a single line or a title. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's a Facebook status. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I've taken 
two two poems that I actually really love have come from just one line from, from my Facebook status. I don't even realize that's, that's really like, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. The poem I wrote about my dad after he passed that became a, a video that that did my first like visual video effect, okay. and like that was amazing last year, last Father's Day. Um, so that and that came from my Facebook status. That whole entire like two minute poem came from a Facebook status. Right. Did you do TikTok? I do, but I feel old, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I have it, but like, I don't know. If people, people be looking at myself, but I don't know. Is, I don't I know say, anything about so you have, it. You have a website? There's a website. I do have a. Web, I have my own website. Yes, I know. Oh, what is it? Oh, it's miraculous uh, dot vision. Miraculous dot vision. Yeah. So see all your poems, videos, everything. What's on there? Yep, I got uh, photo shoots. Okay. Um, I was doing blogging at one point because yep. a, a poet of mine out in Texas was started blogging. I'm like, I should do that. But I only made it to like blog number four. And I'm okay. like, I don't have time. Just now. posting a poem or like <laughs> oh no, like a, actual a diary, blogs. like a, yeah, okay. yeah. It's yeah, actually okay. a continuing of like my whole like story of how I grew up and everything in blog form. Oh, okay. And like a continued status of like that and like other traumatic things that happened to me okay. like in a whole different perspective that's not a poem ever think of doing an autobiography oh no but that'd be kind of cool <laughs> that'd be kind of cool it's so easy to publish now yeah i mean i know right and i still i still want to do like my first published poem i actually thought about that um how you said that you would help me so like we could yeah. probably like figure that out for sure like that would be cool yeah like, how many poems do you think you've written like how if you put all your poems over all the years not, not all the poems <laughs> you've ever written but all the poems that you think are book worthy oh right hundreds uh oh yeah easy yeah. Uh, probably in the thousands of okay. thousands at this yeah. point do you yeah. have like journal like do you write everything down first or typing or what are you I do both. I yeah. actually do both. Like I, I have here. tons of journals, like tons of journals, and I'm like, oh, those poems are so bad. I'm just like, you and then not even look pl- back, and you're like, oh my god, uh, right? I I'm like, and I was doing this <laughs> in front of people, like, oh my god, like I can't. But now what I do is, um, when, when when I'm excited about a poem, like in my phone, then I'll write them out in my notebook. So okay. now it's like, now my notebook poems are poems that I actually want to have in there. Okay. So when I do like online shows where, yeah, where yeah, I gotta yeah, have yeah. my notebook with me, okay. I can't read off my phone because all my phone right. to do the show. It's like, oh okay, so that's how that goes. That's cool. Yeah, I love Any it. Any poems you care to share with us? Oh, is that putting you on the spot too much? Or? It is. I mean, it's okay. Not. Then we don't. I mean, have no, no, to. no, it's not. I just gotta think of one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. L- let me think. Where's my phone? Did you leave it outside? No, it's here somewhere. It wasn't my. <laughs> it wasn't my back pocket. Oh lord! If it's not in there, it's not. Oh no, it is. All right, that. Cool. So I'm just like I. I don't know if I left my poem with my, my tea. <laughs> <laughs> tea is uh critical to life. Wait, what kind of poem do you want to hear? Yeah, it's your call. What What do you want to share with our listeners? Uh, maybe something happy. Okay. We, we could use more happy in we this world. We could use more happy in life, <laughs> right? I, I got to go through it so we can just keep talking. Right? Okay. Think of our, what, what does my happy poems look like? I, I, right, it was, I, have a, I wrote a poem called My Happy Poems and how they're in the minority. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. like, when you're happy, why do you want to write about it? You're just happy. Just enjoy it. Exactly. When you're sad, you're dwelling, you're by yourself. You got you to gotta express that somehow. But when you're happy, why... Wait, less, like exactly, exactly. I actually have a a poem about food. That's Ooh. like my happy poem. Okay, one of my many happy poems. I wonder if it's on here. And like, oh, let me see if it's on here. I feel like it has to be. And like, the what inspired? And this is what I think even uh funny poems are about or happy poems. Um, damn, I don't know if it's if it's on here. But I'll, I'll keep looking. But um, what inspired that was 
that poem is like how much I love food, nice. but because I'm so small, <laughs> people think like, oh, you can't eat any sure food. You love food. I'm like, of course I do. I'm like, just because, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> just because I'm are tiny you, doesn't mean I don't love now, food. Now, are you rhyming? You free verse? Are you when you write? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, it depends on my mood. Uh, yeah. I always feel like when that does happen, uh, when I rhyme intentionally, it, it was meant to be that way because I don't do that anymore. Okay. Yeah. So like, I always when you say, started, it was rhyming on purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah. So when it comes yeah, out rhyming, it's not it's not intentional. Like like some people do it intentional, but like I I don't. Have you ever? I tried. <laughs> I want to say for maybe like a week, I tried to write a poem in iambic pentameter. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> didn't happen. Right. Could not, I I couldn't do it. That's that's something I, I think that. maybe you need to be taught. I yeah, 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 <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. That's a whole, that's a whole other, um, that's a whole other thing. Well, going back to how many poems I have, I have a hell of a lot, because I'm just saying. Are you, I can see, if you, if you can't find one, you don't want to read that. Oh, no, no, I, I have plenty. Okay. But if we're talking happy poems, I can do my quick little. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I, wait, is this it? Oh, no, that's someone else. But, I mean, this is a nice poem, too. This is a, a romantic love poem. Right? Oh, Yeah. Oh, we could do this, okay. I guess. I'll do I don't know. I was going back to when I wrote it, okay? It says April 18th, 2019. And I loved doing this poem for a while. <laughs> because of the ending. Yeah, and okay. like compliments of like food imagery or yeah, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call that. Yeah. We could do this one. Okay. This was a long time ago, but you know. Fancy. Three years? 2019, yeah. That's not that he's, long he's been ago. gone. It's what well, it seemed it feels like, like three. Like 20? Yeah, <laughs> COVID's make everything seem like way It longer. does, yeah. Cause I can't find my um, I can't find my uh the other poem I thought okay. was in here about food, but we can do that one. Okay. Next time you'll have your well have your food so poem when you come back on, at another date your second appearance you can have the food poem. Oh, I would love to do. do I would love to do. That. <laughs> I would love that. Yes, I'll actually make a list of poems. <laughs> okay. And cool. then yeah, we didn't really like discuss that. that, but I figured yeah. I would ask. Yeah, I'll do this poem. Okay. This was uh interesting at one point. Again, so I'll talk about people who are important in your life. It doesn't have to be a for everything for it to be special. Of course. So this poem is called Food Offer. Okay. I heard it say, when a man offers you the last of his food, it means love. And I don't know what love is outside of God, but maybe it's like when God sent his only son to be my sacrifice. Like the one thing that's the most difficult to share or give. But when you do, it seems to be an unspoken bond. Like... When he offered, I used his fork because I had none, and all I could think about was his lips, tongue, and teeth. That every time I ate, my curiosity was piqued because I never known a man to offer me anything outside of his body like that was supposed to be everything. Lust has a funny way of talking that I gladly share in this man's food every time he offers because it speaks of unexpected affection. That love can capture before lust that when he offered me his sweater, I felt it again sacrifice for my needs something no man has ever done for me and i think it sounds like eternity that when i thank him for his sweet kindness he brushes it off like this is what a man does to show interest so i should just accept it and that's how i blush like when i introduce him to my poet friends more and more i hide a smile and praise the dark or the rain we sat under because the comfortability he feels with my friends makes me feel safe to bring him to a place i've always felt home in and it brings joy to my soul when we both react to adult poem. Though I've heard the poems before, it's different because it's never been with him. 
and these feelings of delight of bringing him into my gift of vulnerability make me happy and it's funny how the tiniest of our interactions keep bringing out poems in me i never written in such a feeling of joy or ecstasy something i pray will keep spilling more from my soul because i think it's needed now more than ever to treasure the aspects of a handsome black man with no strings of lust attached and that is the difference of every man who I've ever interacted with because lust has a funny way of masquerading as love, but none of those men offered me their food. Hmm. Just the lower parts of themselves, and I'm not sure what that says about me. At the time, lust was confused by love and its pleasure I no longer find, so I'd rather be in this man's presence of sharing his fork and food in poetic nights that maybe this is the slow beginning of teaching me that love doesn't start with a kiss or giving up your body that love can simply mean, are you hungry? Nice. Right? Wow. I know. Feel wow. That was a Sounded good guy. Sounded like that guy treated you really well. It at was least a cool when you wrote time. that po- at the time of the poem. Well, <laughs> yeah. right, we was in, we was actually at and we was in Boston in, in Roxbury. Like he met me in Boston. Like who does that? No one's gonna drive an hour, and he got there before me, bro. He was into you. It was great. It yeah. was cool. Movies and all that. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah. Like ignoring family and all that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a thing. <laughs> Amazing. It was cool for a time. Yeah. And that yeah. was. Yeah. And then that was the poem. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh, man. That brought me happy feelings. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, three years ago, so that was pre-COVID. I think dating. Right. The COVID dating thing is, it's made things strange, right? You're not just going to go out to a crowded place and meet someone. Not I know, like, wait, not anymore. Right? It's like, I got to double check and think. Right? Like, <laughs> are you worth me driving X yeah. amount? Of, like, never mind an hour to Boston. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> are you using, do you use apps or anything like that? We don't have to talk about your dating life. Oh, uh, I don't date. Like, okay, yeah. I don't know what dating is. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't. Like, I thought that was a thing and I thought we were just hanging out. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, oh, and then my cousin's like, oh no, you guys are dating. I'm like, oh, we are? I don't, I don't. I don't know. He didn't. He didn't see it that way. Obviously, so. it's not like it used to be for sure. I guess we can it's agree not, on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And I feel like, like even how relationships go now, it's yeah. nothing to do with like I don't need your phone number. I can just DM you. That's right. how it goes. I'm like yeah. that's how a lot of my cousins found love through a DM and like, oh, really? and marriages. I'm like what? My d- my DMs know. don't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a dating app if that's how they're doing it now. Like I don't. <laughs> well, like back when I was in high school, we just we'd go out in groups. And then you just, within wow. that group, you would find, you know, oh, I like her. So, you know, and that's usually how things started. Right. Because there was, like, Mark and I have talked about this. Back then, uh, maybe not so much for you because you're a little younger than me. But, like, back then, there was no FOMO. There was, like, someone would call you and be like, we're going to the movies tonight. So your choices were <laughs> go to the movies with your group of friends or not go out. Not text someone else be like, oh. They're going to the movies. Do you want to like? Right, you know? <laughs> right, 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 right. An actual phone call had right. to be made. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah, it's wild to me. It's yeah. wild. I don't know how it works. I'm like, well, whether how it's supposed to happen, it will happen. Like, right, I guess, well, we said right. that too when you're not looking for it as well. Right. Like, how I met that guy that inspired the poem at my favorite coffee shop. That's literally how that happened. I gave him one of my business cards. <laughs> and, like, that's how that happened. Yeah. Like, that's how it would happen with me with some random. Like that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not on no app. Like, I'm not. I'm open to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. like, it's, it's too easy to block. If I get bored, I can just delete you, and you're well, not that's, gonna know. Uh, and that's for me. The apps are like they're fun for a couple weeks, and I'm like, well, I'm not. I don't really know any of these people. I don't really trust any of these people, so I'm not gonna have anything with them. So then right. I delete the app. And then exactly, delete, block, all of that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, and all the apps are the same. So I'm just like, ah, 
Uh, it doesn't have to be Bumblebee or whatever the other ones are. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if that's even an app, Bumblebee, but like, you know what I mean? It's wild. Any poetry apps? Are is there, there, is there such a thing? The, actually, yes. I yeah. I'm not on it anymore. Okay. But like uh, like three years ago, there was like a what was it called haiku jam. Okay. And like a lot of my poet friends in Boston were like doing it. And it was just purely haikus, and wow. like it was like a I don't know people from all over I guess. But you could like post different haikus and it was just like a, a haiku jam app thing. And it was wow. pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome for a while. Oh, maybe two or three haikus. Have you? I mean, I, so I, I love haiku. Yeah. I, okay. I say they're easy, but they're hard. If you want yeah, them right. to be good. You know right, what I mean? Because you yeah. want to actually have a beginning, middle, and end, and then have kind of a, not really a story, but like, it's yeah. got to say something, right? Or it should say something. Right. Yeah. Haikus are my favorite. I like haikus and tankas. Those are my new what's favorite. A, what's a tanka? Tanka is like a, it, it's like an expanding longer version of a haiku. Okay. So like, you know, the, 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 the line segment for haikus is. Three, five, three. Or yeah. Five, three. Yeah, three. Yeah, three, five, three. Yeah. And a uh, tonker is five, seven, seven, five. Okay. So it's, it's a little Syllable, bit longer. Syllables. Were syllables, yeah. For those that don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, syllable there. count. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tonkas are great. Like, and I think it's fun because instead of doing just like a whole bunch of fever stuff, we can go on forever. Like you're forced to condense your right. writing. Well, that's like in, when I talked about in the iambic, in iambic pentameter, trying to write a poem like that. Like you're forcing, like you got to really narrow down those words and the use that's of hard the timing. right yeah. stressing on stress like and yeah I, yeah I more work. work i was like yeah no, no. why am i I'll putting my free verse right, I'm a free right, verse, right, right, I'm, a free verse poet. I'm not shakespeare like <laughs> right well, vnls like those are hard as hell to write yeah. you know what i mean i'm just like oh, i did that in college but i'm like i don't know what i was doing now that i know the line time i'm like i don't want to do you have any that work. um poet people that you look look up who that you kind of as- aspire to be or are you just kind of your own I love like, that. Like, do you read um, other other people's poetry? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I actually have one of the books in my car. Dang it. Uh, um, yeah, I, I love this question because um, I always like fi- living or dead, but like if we're saying yeah. like living, like alive people, mm-hmm. um, like my, my friends inspire me. Like I, I brought, I, I, during the print, like last, a couple months ago, I, I brought um, Ebony Stewart's new book, Blood Fresh. He's a dope poet out in Texas. Okay. Stephen Willis, I just brought his book, A Peculiar People. I'm almost done with that. He's out in um, Idaho now, but he's from Chicago. So all his poems are from Chicago. I was talking from like the slam scene. That's where like I met all these people. I'm okay. just like, oh my God, what are these feelings? Like, who are you? Yeah. Like, aren't like national poet, like champions in their own right type people. And yeah. like, of course I'm going to buy your books and like brag right. up on you on social media. So that's, yeah. that's what I'm reading right now. Okay. And then also um, I just bought Janae Johnson's book. Um, it, what is it? Something about tenderheadedness. I can't think of the title. But something about tenderheadedness is the poem, is the na- the name of the poem, and this is like her last book of like poetry because she does a bunch of stuff. And now she was one of the um, woman of the world champions way back in like twenty, well pre COVID stuff. Okay. So she was one of the first poets to like inspire me out in Boston. Okay. Um, when I first started getting into like outside of church poetry well, yeah. or whatever to like a whole other type of scene so it's like she was one of the first people to inspire me so i can't i, ha- I haven't opened up the book yet but like okay it's, it's, a, it's these books are heavy yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so i'm like well I, in a poetry book you're not supposed to heavy. just sit down and read the whole thing right? you can't you just, yeah. yeah you're, you're reading you and rereading here and there and yeah. yeah yeah right and then you reread a poem you're like oh i i didn't notice that the first time and right yeah. so that's why it's been taking me forever to get through 
like I just finished Emily's book and I'm just finishing like Stephen's book. I'm just like, oh my god! So I know Janae's feelings gonna make me cry, and then you just stuck on the poems because I'm like, how are you writing this yeah, deep, I wanna beautiful do that. language? I want like, to be, wanna be like, like that. That's like when I I've said this to one of my friends. Like I think I'm good at playing hockey, and then I watch an NHL game. I'm like, oh, I suck. What am I talking about? Like <laughs> I'm not. I'm good compared to someone that can't skate and can't play hockey. That I'm good compared to them. Compared to the NHL, or I suck. Like wait, wait, yeah. I'm not even on the level. <laughs> Did you ever do the um what was it called the um dirty gerund at Ralph's? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Those I love, are, I love those the are fun. I did a few of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good times. It's I don't uh think they don't. Oh, COVID it's different hit. now. They haven't they did a lot online stuff I want to say when covid first hit, but I don't think they Yeah. It actually just, it got new man- management people yeah. want it now. So I'm okay. just like ah it's a it's not, it's not Alex. It's you know what I mean? Alex yeah, awesome. like I Alex is amazing. I went to high school and college with Alex. Oh, wow. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Wow. Alex Trollambides. Right. Amazing. <laughs> he's a great guy. Yeah. And I, I, I brag on Alex all the time because <laughs> he saw something in me that I didn't know. When, when, I, when I first started getting into like open mics and my hands were shaking yeah. and he was like, you're amazing. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, he, whatever you're he like, saw. Um, what are you talking? I'm not disagreeing with you, but what are you talking right. about? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't even know if my stuff is together. Right. He was like, no, like y- you're going to be great. And I'm That's like, awesome. yeah. And I've been, and I always like tip my head off to Alex because I'm like, going out look. So I'm like, oh, he was right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I see it now. <laughs> so, um, we're almost out of time. I want to, ask you what would be your dream gig whether that's a job or a show or whatever what would be your dream to be would it be a professional poet writer speaker like or all those things like what's your what's your dream gig um, it can't be ABA therapy. Oh, it can't be? No. Can it be? I don't <laughs> I, I mean, hope not. No. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, kind of. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would, I would love, I really want, I would love to go on like a poetic tour at least once oh, in my life. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like have that be a thing with my saxophone and like play it at like wherever, mm. at least one time. Yeah. Like all over would it be nice. Like I want an international travel, but like, yeah, I'm here to do my show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what that would, would, you, would be would the show goal. be music, poetry? Like would it be a combination? It'd be a or? combination because I do uh, love talking about like ABA and autism yeah. and all that stuff because yeah. it gets to bring enlightenment to people that don't understand autism. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm also passionate about all of that. I'm going, I'm trying to get my uh, degree in, you know, ABA certificate stuff. So that's, cool. that's a that's whole, whole nother layer. Yeah. yeah. That's, I find myself, uh, you must too. You're, you're pulled in all these writing is pulling you and your job is pulling you and getting a degree like like i mean that's what life is right where you're putting your energy right that's all we are is energy and where where am i putting that right Right. as long as it's it's productive and moving and what makes you feel good you know and all these things do and they're all inspiring and all i mean i do poems for our school system on on a union level too so it's like it all fits and connect yeah yeah so talk about that Yeah, yeah that's a whole other thing really quick but like yeah, so poetry is always on yeah. the go, even yeah. when I'm not even looking for it. We should produce a uh, poetry storytelling music show. Where I'm you, down. You have to do all those. To get on, you have to do all those things. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> let's, let's figure it out. <laughs> let's figure it out. All right, everyone. Our guest was Ashley Wonder. Again, if you want to read her poetry, you can go to... Oh, uh, www.miraculous.vision. Thank you so much, Ashley, for being here. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye, y'all.